to all who come to this happy place. Welcome to my magical travel information series. My name is Rachel and I am a travel agent with the company Small World Big Fun, where we make big fun easy. This is your one-stop shop for information about Disney destinations and universal vacations. For more details on all of these topics and to stay up on the latest news, please like and follow my Facebook page, Rachel Tilvis Small World Big Fun. So with that, let's get started. Welcome back to episode four of my Magical Travel Information Series. I'm back with my husband, Zach. Hi, everybody. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the on-property resorts at Walt Disney World. There are several different levels of resorts at, at uh, Walt Disney World, and so we'd like to break down each level of resort and then give you a quick summary of each resort, and then we'll go through and tell you our favorites at each level and why we like them. Uh, but first, we need to do a little bit of housekeeping, uh, just some general Walt Disney World updates for you guys that are, are really important and really relevant right now. So starting on October 16th, which is a week and some change from now, Walt Disney World is changing the theme park ticket pricing structure and increasing ticket prices. They are modifying the single day ticket structure and they're changing the expiration dates of multi-day tickets. So it's it's a it's a pretty big deal that unfortunately nobody really knows a whole lot about yet. So if you are interested in booking a vacation for any time between now and December 31st, 2019, I highly 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 recommend that you put a reservation together, get something on the schedule because if you're locked in on a reservation before the 16th of this month, you are being grandfathered into the current ticket prices. So that's something that's a real benefit uh, to you guys. So I would love to help you. If you need any help, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. As always, when you let me book your travel package and do all of your work, my services are complimentary. The second thing that I would like to bring up is now is a really good time to begin planning to give the gift of Disney for the holidays. Uh, my husband Zach and I have firsthand experience with surprise trips, so we, we would really love to help you if you'd like to put together a trip to present to your family on Christmas morning. You don't necessarily have to travel right on Christmas Day, but you know, spring break right after the first of the year, something like that. Uh, it's a ton of fun, so let's make it happen. We are also going to be releasing some exclusive content very soon about engagement trips. We have firsthand experience with those as well uh, since we were engaged in front of Cinderella Castle. So we're going to be bringing some behind the scenes how to do it. Uh, but obviously if you need any help sooner than that, we would, we would love to help you. So think of us, give us a call and keep an eye out for all of that exclusive content. With all of that being said, uh, let's get started on the resorts. So first, well, I guess I kind of said already how the, how the breakdown is going to be. We're going to talk about each level of resort, quick summary of, of the resorts at that level, and then we'll tell our favorites. But first, I would like to give a brief overview of the perks of staying on Walt Disney property. I hear a lot of time from friends or clients about how a hotel is, oh, I don't really, I don't need anything fancy. We're just going to sleep there. That's not necessarily true when you go to a Disney resort. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things to do, a lot of things to discover. 
Uh, I mean, it's just, it adds to the magic of Disney. So the first perk of staying on property is you have access to what are called extra magic hours. So before or after normal park hours, you can go into the park some, it's like every, it's not every day. Yeah, every day has either an extra morning magic hour or an evening magic hour at one of the parks. So So that's exclusive to resort guests, so you have to be staying on Disney property. They'll scan your magic band and that would be the only way that you can get in and get on rides and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Another advantage is called the Magical Express. It is a complimentary transportation from MCO, which is the Orlando International Airport, to your resort and when you're done vacationing from your resort to Orlando International Airport. That is huge now that you have to pay to park at the resorts. We we talked about that in the last podcast, but that's a huge perk as well. You can also add the dining plan to your package if you're staying on property. So the dining plan, we can talk about that in another episode, but it gives you the ability to prepay for a lot of your food and you're paying for up to 90% of your vacation before you go. So you don't have to worry about coming home and and having a a hefty credit card bill to worry about. Uh, You can also room charge. Um, Your Magic Band has room charge capabilities, so you, you don't have to carry around a wallet, credit card if you don't want to. They also have hotel delivery. So if you buy something in the park, like a big Lego set, and you don't want to carry it around, all day you can uh, have it delivered to your resort so you don't have to worry about carrying it, losing it, having someone take it out of your stroller, something like that. Another advantage is you can book your fast pass reservation 60 days out, which is a really big deal. So if you don't have a hotel reservation, you have to wait until 30 days out, which is really pretty close. So it's it's a it's a huge advantage to be able to be 7 a.m., 60 days out, pretty big deal. If you stay on property, you also get complimentary magic bands, which we talked about in the first episode. You don't have to pay for them. They come included, which is nice. Uh, They do have some that you can purchase that are themed and whatever, but it's nice to get that box in the mail with your customized magic bands to really get you excited for your trip. And finally, When you stay on property, you are truly immersed in Disney magic the whole time that you're on vacation. The theming in all of the resorts is wonderful. The the transportation, you you really, you don't have to do anything. Disney provides all of that stuff for you. So with that, uh, Zach is going to start with the value resorts and just a little bit about those. All right, so value resorts, those come standardized with two double beds in them. They have quick service restaurants inside of the hotel. They all have pools, but none of them have uh, water slides or water features, stuff like that. And almost all of the resorts are outside access into the rooms. I believe Art of Animation actually has rooms that you can access through a hallway or something like that. But the other ones, you enter through the outside, so you're not in a corridor or hallway whenever you enter your room. So the first value resort that we're going to summarize is the Art of Animation. It is the newest resort on property and most of the rooms here are suites. So they're a little bit bigger than just your standard hotel room, which is nice for a family of 
a, a bigger family that, that is on a tighter budget. They have a really nice food court. It's arguably better than all the other value food court, resort food courts. Um, they also have what I think is the coolest feature in all of the, the value resorts. They have the big blue pool where you can hear Nemo talking to you while you're under the water. So that, that's really neat to me. Uh, three of the other ones, the all-star trio, I guess you can say, all-star movies, all-star music, and all-star sports. Those are very fun theming, especially if you have young kids. Uh, everything seems to come to life, and they're larger than life-size items all around the property. That's also where a lot of teams stay. So typically, if there's an event going on at Wide World of Sports, like a cheerleading competition or baseball, soccer, anything like that, that's where you'll see a lot of the teams and their families. Finally, the Pop Century Resort is newly renovated. It is the only value resort that has queen beds, which is a really big deal for people who like their personal space. It has one queen bed and then one queen-sized pull-down bed. So that's always a good selling point for people. They're like, oh, you know, it doesn't really matter. No, queen-sized beds are... Are a big deal. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big <laughs> difference between a queen and a double. So, so moving on, uh, moderate resorts. All of those have queen size beds. All moderate resorts have a sit down or table service restaurant in them, which is is kind of nice. Just gives you another option for a nicer meal that you can sit down and relax just at your hotel. Uh, the pools all have some sort of water feature. Just while we're talking about pools. All of the resorts have them, and one question that I get a lot is, I'm going in January, can I still swim? All of the pools are heated, so that's a nice... Yeah, too. I mean, you, if you, especially if you're coming from up where we are in Ohio and you get an opportunity to swim in January, it's a, it's a bonus. So the first moderate resort I will talk about is uh, the Caribbean Beach. This, they just redid a bunch of construction over at the Caribbean Beach. They're opening up a new uh, restaurant on property. I believe it's opening up. You're just open. Yeah, just open on Monday. So the rooms here are slightly larger than some of the other moderate resorts and some rooms were recently refurbished so they can accommodate up to five people. I know they also have uh, pirate themed rooms at this resort. The next moderate resort is called Coronado Springs. This is where the convention center is on site. So you'll see a lot of business businesses have meetings and then they'll give their employees free time in the afternoon to go to the parks. Uh, this is more of an adult friendly hotel. It's less of a, a Disney theme. It, it just caters more to the adults, which plays well with the convention center. It also is the only moderate resort on property to have a salon, health club, and room service abilities. Port Orleans French Quarter uh, is great themed, and it's themed after New Orleans. It is the smallest grounds of all of the moderate resorts, so you're closer to the main building, which has the food court and stuff like that. And also from Port Orleans French Quarter, you can take a boat to Disney Springs that that's when I think that Port Orleans French Quarter and Riverside are the only two resorts right now that you can have another form of transportation besides the buses. If I'm not the only, the, the, only the only moderate resorts that you can 
So similar to that is the resort Port Orleans Riverside. It has similar theming, but it is home to the Royal Rooms, which are princess themed and they have fireworks and headboards and they're just super magical and I think they're really great. They also have the carriage rides. They have a food court and a restaurant and just a shout out to my dad, they have catch and release fishing um, <laughs> on property at this resort. The last moderate resort, and it's a it's a little different. It's one of the original resorts on property. It's the Fort Wilderness Cabins and Campgrounds. So it has a little rustic vibe, and it's also one of the largest areas on property. It actually has its own internal bus system on the campground. It is home to Hoopty Doo Review and Mickey's Backyard Barbecue. Uh, but Mickey's Backyard Barbecue will be going away here at the end of this year. You can also uh, go on horseback rides and have a campfire with Chip and Deb. Awesome. So the next level of resort we're going to combine a little bit. It's called the Deluxe Resort level, but they're also called what's called Deluxe Villas. So the Deluxe Resorts have interior corridors, so you have to walk into a building to go up an elevator and get to your floor to go into your room. They have more than one way of transportation to the parks. So in addition to a bus, uh, you could also ride the monorail, take a boat, or walk. They have both quick service and table service restaurants in the hotel. There are character meals close to or inside the resort, uh, excluding Animal Kingdom, which they have a safari in their backyard, so it's a good trade-off. And the deluxe resorts are the closest to the parks, which is so important when you have small children. It makes your life so much easier to get back and relax in the afternoon, take a nap. Just the, the modes of transportation are a lot easier. Along with Deluxe Resorts, you have Deluxe, Deluxe Villas Resorts, which were originally built for the Disney Vacation Club. But you can always book those as well um, if you're paying cash. So the Deluxe Villas, there are larger living spaces where you can get a studio, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, or a three-bedroom grand villa. They have large living spaces, and they also, if you're staying in a one, two, or three-bedroom, you come, they come with a washer and dryer. So it's really nice if you're traveling with a large family because you're going to have separate sleeping and living spaces. And those are also really close to the parks. I was hoping that you weren't going to say that you really enjoy the washer and dryer feature because you don't do laundry. I don't do laundry. that. But it is really nice to have a washer and dryer because I really enjoy coming back with some clean clothes. It's a little bit less overwhelming when you get back from a week at the parks and bam, dirty laundry. So that's always nice to be able to do a load of laundry halfway through. So the first resort that we'll talk about is in the Animal Kingdom area. It is Animal Kingdom Lodge in Kidani Village. It is the least expensive of the deluxe resorts, but you have an opportunity if you book a Savannah, Savannah view room that you can view all the animals out in the Savannah from your hotel room. The club level here is a great value. So for those of you who just heard the term club club level and scratched your head, uh, the club level is an exclusive floor in the hotel that has a concierge on call for you and they have snacks just all the time, different styles of snacks, which I love snacks, so I enjoy that. All of the deluxe resorts have them. One other feature about the club level that is really new 
is you can purchase three extra fast passes for $50 per person per day. That is exclusive to the club level get club level guests and something to consider if you don't feel like three fast passes in a day is enough. So moving on to the Epcot and Hollywood Studios area, you will start out with the Beach Club and Beach Club Villas and also the Yacht Club. So the nice thing about the Beach Club and Beach Club Villas is it is a five to ten minute walk to World Showcase entrance of Epcot. So, and then you can also take the boat to Epcot or you can take the boat to Hollywood Studios. It has easy access to the boardwalk as well. And it also has probably one of the best swimming pools in my, in my mind, it, which is Stormalong Bay. So Stormalong Bay, it, it actually has its own little, um, what do you want to call it, lazy river. And then it also has a giant slide that goes across a walkway and it starts in the top of a pirate ship and curves down a bunch of places. And also Stormalong Bay is a sand bottom pool, which is a pretty cool feature. The next hotel is the Boardwalk Inn and the Boardwalk Villas. It is a 10 to 15 minute walk to the World Showcase entrance of Epcot. And some rooms actually have views of Epcot or Hollywood Studios. And with this one as well, you can take a boat or walk to Hollywood Studios. And it has very easy access to the Boardwalk, which is nice if you just want to relax and enjoy a little bit of nightlife or a game or something like that. Moving on to the Magic Kingdom area. Now these are almost all on the monorail loop besides the Wilderness Lodge, but we'll start out with the Contemporary Resort along with Bay Lake Tower. That is right across the street from the Magic Kingdom, so that is the closest resort to the entrance of Magic Kingdom and you're able to walk there if wanted to. I think we timed it and it took seven minutes for anybody that's interested. If you book a theme park room, you actually have a view of the Magic Kingdom fireworks, and I think you can actually um, play the music on your, yeah, TV. on your TV. So that's a really cool, cool thing. And it's also home to Chef Mickey's and a five-star dining California Grill on top of the uh, Contemporary. Most importantly, the monorail runs through the Contemporary, yes, which is actually really awesome. And don't, and don't think that's going to keep you up at night because the monorail is very quiet. So if you're worried that the, well, the monorail is running through my resort, it's going to keep me up, you, you don't hear it at all. The next resort is the Grand Floridian and the villas at Grand Floridian. It is one stop away, monorail stop away from the Magic Kingdom. It has beautiful Victorian era theming and amazing restaurants, including the five-star dining restaurant Victoria and Albert's. This is also another good location for fireworks watching if you're not in the, the theme park that day. And it, it's just, it's absolutely gorgeous. They have little shops that you can go and walk around and you can always keep your eye out for a wedding. And who doesn't love Disney weddings? The Polynesian Village Resort and Polynesian Villas and Bungalows is located directly next to the, the Transportation Ticket Center, which makes it very easy to hop over to Epcot. Instead if, of going all the way around right. on the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, it would be the last stop on the Magic Kingdom loop. And it is also home to a beach that's on the Seven Seas Lagoon. So if you're not if you're not in a park that day or if you don't want to go into the park for a day and you want to still want to be able to watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks, you're able to watch those from the beach, which we've done that a few times and it's a pretty pretty awesome 
experience and a different a different experience as well. And they play the music on the beach, so you can sit there. A lot of families bring blankets or something like that, and just you can relax and and watch the show. Yeah, and it's also home to Ohana and the Spirit of Aloha Dinner Show. It's both of those are very popular. Finally, the Wilderness Lodge and Copper Creek Villas are themed after the Old Faithful Inn in Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming. You can take a boat to the Magic Kingdom or the campgrounds from here. And it's a it's always beautiful, but it's one of my favorite places to be around Christmas time. Uh, all of the resorts are decorated for Christmas, but this one is definitely my favorite. In the last area on property the disney springs area it is home to old key west and saratoga springs resort and spa these are both deluxe villas resorts they are on lake buena vista golf course both of them sit on that and they are also very accessible to disney springs from saratoga springs you're able to just walk there and old key west you can take a boat from there over to disney springs Awesome. So with that, we are going to jump back and give you our opinions for each of the our favorite resorts in each hotel category. We each have an opinion. We do not know what, what the other one picked. So I guess I'll start with my favorite hotel in the value category. It is the Art of Animation. It is technically in the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex hotel area. And this is my favorite because the theming here is killer. It is bright, it is colorful. Uh, the, the theming is Lion King, Cars, and Little Mermaid, which are three of my favorite animated movies by Disney and Pixar, no question. It, uh, the lobby shows the progression of animated films. So it starts with rough sketches and then it adds color and adds movement as you walk through the lobby. And it's just gorgeous. And like we mentioned before, when you go underwater, you can hear Nemo talking to you, which, I mean, if that's not Disney magic, I don't know what is. My pick for a value resort is right across the uh, little waterway from Rachel's pick. And it is Pop Century. And Pop Century is themed after different eras from the 1950s through 1990s. It is very eye-stimulating, and what they do is they have each era has giant, larger-than-life items um, for things that are known in those years. So the 50s has a giant jukebox in it, and the 80s has Pac-Man theming and so on and so forth. And there's also a very giant food court that is located in the main building at Pop Century. Moving on to moderate resorts, my favorite moderate resort is Port Orleans French Quarter, which is in the Disney Springs Hotel area. It's my favorite because it's very easy to get around. It is the smallest resort property, so you don't have to walk forever to get to where you need to be. So if your building is even in the back of, of the property, it's still a very short walk to the main building if you need to catch a bus or stop at the, at the front desk or anything like that. Uh, I also really enjoy that you can take a boat to Disney Springs. We stayed here once when we were just planning on staying on property for a few days and just relaxing and not going into the park every day. And it was nice just to relax and be quiet. Uh, it's, it's a pretty grown up people park and it's nice and relaxing. 
And my pick for the moderate is right next to French Quarter and it's its sister property. It's Port Orleans Riverside. It is themed after the Deep South. There are two sections of the hotel, which is Alligator Bayou and Magnolia Bend. I believe Rachel talked in her segment that Magnolia Bend is home to the Princess Rooms, for those of you interested. There is a very large food court here, as well as an on-property table service restaurant. There are six swimming pools on, at this resort. Uh, five of them are spread out through, throughout the resort at all the different areas. And then one giant one on Old Man Island in the middle of the resort. And as Rachel said, you can take the boat from, from Port Orleans Riverside as well to Disney Springs. My favorite deluxe resort is the Grand Floridian. It is in the Magic Kingdom Hotel area. I really like this one because it of its theming. It is just, it's elaborate and beautiful. And it like I mentioned before, it's themed after the Victorian era. It is close to my favorite park, Magic Kingdom. So that's a shoe in for me. Uh, but one thing that I really like about it is that we stayed here when my mom and sister and I went on a girl's trip and we utilized Senses Spa. It was super relaxing. A really nice way to spend an afternoon with my mom and sister and that that's just something that we don't always get to do together so it was nice to be able to just leave the hotel go down to the spa hang out for a little bit they also have really good food here uh, they have 1900 Park Fair and the Grand Floridian yeah Grand Floridian Cafe they also have Victoria and Albert's but I've never experienced it myself I also I mentioned before they have little shops that you can walk around and either buy things or they have this fancy soap store where you Basin. can walk in. You can walk in and wash your hands with all the fancy scrubs and stuff. But my favorite part of the Grand Floridian is anytime you go there, I love to look for weddings. So the wedding pavilion on property is at the Grand Floridian. So people are getting married there. So you walk in and you look at the grand balls there the grand staircase and there's a bride getting her picture taken and it's just it's so magical and it's so pretty and so romantic and it just makes me so excited yeah, yeah so you can't beat that. so after <laughs> after her choice i'm gonna go to the best deluxe oh. resort on property which is the polynesian that is located in the magic kingdom area as we talked about earlier and it is the first resort that i ever stayed at whenever I came to the Walt Disney World Resort. It's located on the Monroe Loop, but you can also still take a boat to the Magic Kingdom. I mentioned earlier that there's a beach there that you can watch the fireworks. But another bonus is is, is the Polynesian is the only place outside of the theme parks where you can get a Dole Whip. And Dole Whip is great. I've talked about it in the past. And yeah, that's, that's that. But there's also one of my favorite bars at Disney is there, and that's the Tambu Lounge. That's the that's the bar where you can actually get the drink inside of the pineapple. So I, I, people may have seen pictures of that before. Uh, that's where you get it at the Tandu Lounge at at the Polynesian. I would just like to point out that you prioritized fruity alcoholic beverages and Dole Whip over marriage. Yes. And love. Yes. And romance. Nothing like a good Dole Whip. Last but not least, the Deluxe Villas. My pick was Boulder Ridge 
which we didn't really talk about, but it is an extension of Copper Creek. The only reason why I picked Boulder Ridge over Copper Creek is because the rooms are just a little bit bigger. It is also in the Magic Kingdom hotel area. And so when I was a kid, my family vacationed in Yellowstone National Park literally every single year. And as much as I didn't like it then or pretended to not like it then, I really value those memories now. And so when you're able to combine them with the magic of Disney, that's something that's really cool for me. When you walk into the lobby, it is just absolutely gorgeous. It's open, it's huge. There's a beautiful fireplace that goes to the ceiling. The pool is really fun here. And maybe you can touch on the pool bar because... Yeah, there's a, there's a <laughs> brand new pool bar that they opened up whenever they opened up Copper Creek that sits right on, uh, right on Bay Lake. So it's a nice breeze you get coming off the lake and have a nice drink, watch a sporting event. It's awesome. So they also have the Whispering Canyon restaurant, which has really good food for any meal that I've ever been there, and we've been for all three. They have really good food, but really great cornbread. So anybody who's an avid <laughs> cornbread lover, you should definitely go there. You can take a boat to Magic Kingdom, like I said. Uh, and something that's a little off topic, they have a really nice workout facility. I do like to work out when I'm on vacation, so I really enjoy that. I feel like they have a decent amount of equipment and a good space for it. And this is really dumb, but they also have what I consider to be the best gift shop and convenience shop on property. They really do. So you walk in and they have sweatshirts and you know, souvenirs and all kinds of stuff, but then you go in the back and it's just first aid, food and it, it's just it's very thorough in a central space that makes sense and i just i appreciate that <laughs> yeah they really don't try to shove product on your throat there but um my pick for deluxe villa is the beach club villas located over right by epcot the best thing about the beach club villas is you have easy access right into the back of epcot in the boardwalk but you can also hop on a boat over to hollywood studios Staying at the Beach Club Villas also gives you access to Stormalong Bay, and it also has a quiet pool to itself, which is um, just right below all of the rooms. Located at, at the Beach Club is Beaches and Cream Ice Cream Shop and also Cape May Cafe. Uh, Beaches and Cream has some of the best ice cream on property, but you can also sit down and have a nice lunch or dinner there, and Cape May has a character breakfast, and then all you can eat... Uh, I guess seafood buffet at night. Also at the Beach Club, you have access to a beach that's on Crescent Lake where they have movies, campfires, and stuff like that. So that's my pick for Deluxe Villas. All right, so with that, we covered a lot of information in a very short period of time. So I hope it made sense. I hope it made you excited to want to stay on Disney property. I hope you see the value and the benefit of doing so. Uh, I really feel like people underestimate, oh, it's just where you sleep. And no, it's it's really a neat experience. It's something different. It's not your standard hotel room, obviously, as we've spent the last half hour discussing. So in two Wednesdays, we will be releasing episode five, and we will be talking about how to handle rainy days at Disney. So like every day of... Yeah, depending it, on the day we'll talk and about it. You look at the weather 10 days out and it's going to say it's going to rain every single day. All day, but. every day. So we'll tell you our tips for that, how to handle it, things that we like to do. And yeah. So thank you so much for listening. As always, please subscribe and give us a rating if you like what you hear. 
If you're not super impressed with us, please tell us how we can get better. We'd love to, I mean, we're really having a lot of fun doing this and we really appreciate you guys listening. So thank you so much and we'll talk to you soon. For more information about booking your vacation, please send me an email at rachel at smallworldbigfun.com or sending me a message on my Facebook page, Rachel Tilvis, Small World Big Fun. Have a magical day!